Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode eight of the Kong Roundtable. For the conclusion of it, as we'll do our send-off episode, this is being recorded after GVK. But I think, for the sake of fairness, I'm going to keep the Godzilla crossovers off of this episode, if that makes sense. Sounds fair to me. Yep. Okay. So, with that out of the way, as always, you're joined by me, Holder, otherwise known as Faye, and. Ton here once again. And Crash here, per usual. And Ton has a super fancy microphone for his for the final episode of the Kong Roundtable. Poorly timed upgrade. <laughs> Getting upgraded <laughs> to the last second. Since this will be the first um, actual released episode of this format, at, back in the Godzilla Roundtable, what we were doing was at the end, end of each era, we would do like a roundup episode to like do our thoughts. Because Kong doesn't have such defined eras, and even if he did, there's not as many movies for Kong. We decided to just do one big roundup episode for Kong. So we'll just be going over our thoughts on everything in the fran in the franchise and the movies, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. All right. So with that out of the way, let's begin. And I think the first question I'm going to ask you guys is, what was your favorite King Kong design for Kong himself? Overlooks. That's a really good question. Yeah, uh, King Kong has always been a really cool looking character because he's not he okay. He's a monkey, but like. He's a little more than just the monkey, you know what I mean? <laughs> yes. Yeah. He he looks different, and I think probably my favorite Kong design might either be uh, maybe the original 33 one or the Monsterverse one, because I think they both oh, cool. do that unique monkey take on it very well, <laughs> the ape take, of yeah. like you know, being a weird sort of like humanoid ape. <laughs> I know apes are already humanoid, but you know what I mean? He's not an ordinary ape. He's weird looking, if that makes sense. <laughs> We yeah, talked about the other episodes. Go watch those episodes. He looks. <laughs> I like those designs. I would say the most. Right. If I had to pick one, maybe Monsterverse, but I like okay. the one too. Okay, Tom. Um, for me, it's probably a toss-up between thirty-three Kong and two thousand five Kong. Um, two thousand five Kong, I know it's kind of just a big gorilla, but it's so nostalgic to me and just iconic. I really love that Kong. So. Gonna have to oh, give okay. it to. Yeah, that Kong looks right. great. I love that design too. I just, I just like the the unique takes with the other ones. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, definitely. But that that design is really iconic. <laughs> mm -hmm. For me, it's also it's actually kind of hard because I do really love the O five Kong, but it's weird because I I like the O five Kong design wise for that girl look. But on the other hand, I really adore the thirty three and Monsterverse Kongs for that mix of Bigfoot but Gorilla aesthetic they've got to them. It's kind of a toss-up between those three for me, which is kind of bad because there's not many other King Kong designs. <laughs> and those are like like big three, but it's hard for me to pick between them. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. King Kong's had a really good character design throughout most of his movies. They always, I mean, it's hard to fuck up like a, a monkey, a, but like yeah, <laughs> they do it pretty well. It's only a few times I would say it looks pretty weird. <laughs> yeah. Which, which brings me to my next question, if everyone has said what they want to say. Mm -hmm. I would say so. Done? Yep, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> and so, so where there's a favorite Kong design, there's a least favorite Kong design. So what is everyone's least favorite Kong design? <laughs> For me, I don't know. I don't want to be rude, but 
I maybe have to give it to the Toho design. I think it's really okay. funky looking. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, for me, it's seventy six Kong. Uh, yeah, same for me. I'm sorry, Crash. We were we were getting up on seventy six. Yeah, oh yeah, I, for for the seventy six design, I think it's just portrayed really poorly than the That's design right. for me at least. But I, I I see what you mean. There's a lot of shots where it's really funky. It, it just looks a little bit too weird for me at points. Hmm. Like it's not actually like I think here's the thing with Kong. I don't think any of them. To kind of throw my favorite big dance under the bus, I don't think there's like a, a like a Godzilla tier bad design for any of them. <laughs> yeah, I think it's more just which one is just the most meh, and I think the Kong seventy six one is the most meh. I think <laughs> the King Kong escapes design, while this suit looks a little bit weird. I think it kind of adds some charm. Yeah, it adds some flair and identity for the Toho movies for sure. Yeah. Meanwhile, like even like in a movie which I like, like Son of Godzilla, I think that Godzilla design is still really fucking ugly. Even <laughs> even if it adds charm to the movie, it's still an ugly design. I don't think Kong has anything like that, design wise, at least. Yeah, I would agree too. Like I said, it's kind of hard to mess up the design. You have to try really hard. So yeah, there's no real like bad design. Like it yeah. sucks to look at. All right. Does anyone have anything else to say, or are we good to go? Uh, I'm good. Okay. I think we're ready. All right. Speaking of portrayals, favorite Kong portrayal, and I and and, and I know which one I'm going to say for my favorite Kong portrayal, but you guys can go first. <laughs> I think it's easy to say one of the best ones is probably like O five. I think that was one. I think they really got to Kong's character and his sympathetic and more tragic side because yeah. I feel he's always had that tragic element to him. But I think O five really played it up a lot. Yeah, he did it really well. Yeah. I oh, okay. Because you said it, Crash and Son, I have a feeling, correct me if I'm wrong, I think it's going to be unanimous that, that the O5 Kongs are for Trail of Kong. Yeah, yeah, safe bit. <laughs> because, 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 like Crash said, they just really know that tragic, lonely element to Kong there, and he gets so flushed out as a character in that movie. I do want to give a shout-out to the Skull Island I'm a Monsterverse version of Kong, too. He's probably <laughs> the second favorite for me. But just the 05 one gets so much development, and it helps that Peter Jackson spent so much time with that Kong in, in his movie. For sure. It's one of the best ones. Obviously one of the longest ones, too. Like three hours. Yeah. Oh, man. So like they gave a lot of time to give Kong a lot more character. Yeah. Ton, did you have anything you want to add on, on the 05 Kong? Uh, yeah, uh, I just think that it, like you guys said, it's really the, the most fleshed out Kong. And I feel like it's the first Kong that really succeeds in kind of that sympathetic reinterpretation of the character. You kind of see it pop up in, well, not really about him, but Son of Kong and then 76. But I think uh, King Kong Lives and then 2005 are the most successful. Mm-hmm. And then, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, definitely give give a shout out to Skull Island Kong, who was just really well done. I think if he had like a little more of an emotional arc, he might have been the strongest. But uh, mm-hmm. I think two thousand five beats him there. Yeah, yeah. And where yeah, there's a oh, oh, oh wait, go ahead. Oh, sorry, I was gonna say yeah, yeah. I would definitely agree with you. Ton because, like, I think it for sure. I think it was starting with the 80s, like with Lives, like you said, and going up. I think they started to play it more into that side of his character. Yeah. And with the Monsterverse one, because of the fact that you know they're not following the traditional story of him, you know, dying at the end, I think they can do a lot, a lot more with his character and expand on that, those yeah. elements. 
So that's what hopefully excited to see more in the future if they continue with Kong. See, we'll what I see. think is interesting with the Skull Island Kong and me, that's why it doesn't connect to me as much personally on a tragic level. Is it is as Crash is now hip to because he read the Skull Island comic. <laughs> this Kong was born orphan, so it's less so that he lost like his kids or like mate, like with I'm a Do Five Kong, or what's like assumed with like the Thirty Three Kong and so on and so forth. Instead, he was born lonely, and he's a teenager in the Skull Island one. Which, while I think that's definitely interesting and it works for Skull Island, I just feel like that older, more grizzled Kong connects to me more from an emotional standpoint. Anyways, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I can definitely see that. I think it definitely depends. Like one may connect more with other people, obviously because you know the different ages, like you said. But I, I think mm-hmm. 05 does a great job of doing that old, yeah, old sad Kong. Poor Kong, <laughs> he's always so sad. <laughs> but yeah, I'm uh, moving on. Where there's a fair portrayal, there's a least fair portrayal. And I think I have a feeling what's going to be the universal one. But correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> no, I think we would agree. Probably so. So, so yeah, because yeah. he's just too creepy there. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. movie is really creepy. Yeah, and and it and it leaks over the Kong, where Kong feels like okay. I, I don't think the thirty three Kong portrayal hot take is that great. Personally, it's not <laughs> bad, and, and Willis O'Brien does a great job adding personality to him. But he's basically a big monstrous brute in thirty three, which isn't bad. But I think it 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 it's kind of aged a bit more boringly compared compared to the other Kongs, with the exception of seventy six. Which does that, but makes him fucking like a sexual deviant too. <laughs> so he yeah, becomes creepy. It's super awkward. Yeah, he's just really weird in that one. And it's kind of funny too because Libs is actually probably be my third favorite Kong portrayal. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, I would definitely agree. I think it's really funny how this that duology is just so flip like opposite. I don't know. It's really weird. <laughs> Anyways, um, uh, does anyone have any anything else they want to add about seventy six before I move on, or are you guys good? Um, yeah, he sucks. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, it's just it's just very yeah. They they am up. I think the worst parts about it, mm-hmm. and just make him just really it's just really weird. I don't know. Yeah, it's, that's like I say the the worst portrayal, like you said. Yeah, ton. Do you have anything to add, or are you good? Uh, not really. Zero ten, bad monkey. <laughs> <laughs> not monkey. Okay, well, now, now now that we spoke about Kong, we have to talk about his supporting monster cast. So what was everyone's favorite non-Kong monster? I know, Mechanicong. Easy money. <laughs> okay, actually, no, I think favorite non-Kong monster from Kong movies should definitely be the Skullcrawlers for me. Oh, wow, cool. I really, really like their design. I think they're really creepy, they're ugly, they're weird-looking, they're skull heads, and they're super threatening. And yeah. the way they have like a tongue that like comes out and wraps people is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And I think what I love most about it is that it fits in so well with like that whole kaiju kind of like rogues gallery of monsters. Yeah. And it feels like such a monster versus monster <laughs> that makes sense. That really stands yeah, it out. Does. I really so I really like the skull crawlers, I'd say. All right, cool. Ton. Oh oh, 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 oh by the way, the, before just clarify, Crash, I don't think your answer would change, but I'm, I'm, I'm including the dinosaurs in this. Okay. Yeah, I think it'd still be school crawling. <laughs> I, I I just wanted to clarify for Tom. So. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah, I have to give it to the OG, the Kong 33 T-Rex. Mm, Absolutely classic. iconic. 
in yeah. classic monster. I I'm a sucker for retro dinosaurs, especially um stop motion retro dinosaurs, and that one is just hard to beat. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right, so I guess it's my turn. Well, I was considering which one I would say because I love the skull crawlers. I F- love the you say what I think you're gonna say. Well, I, uh... I love the thirty three Rex. So I'm I'm torn between two, the Ceratopsian and King Kong of Five, <laughs> or, or okay. the V, or the or the V Rex. I thought you were gonna King say Gorgosaurus, and I was gonna lie. No, no, no. <laughs> Gorgosaurus is cool, but not that cool. I'm torn because because the the, the 33, Ceratops, 33 Ceratopsian, the O five Ceratopsian doesn't do much, but it has a really cool design, and I really like how they used it in place of the giant Astacosaurus from thirty three. Mm-hmm. But the V-Rexes have such an iconic fight scene with Kong, and it's such a good update of that original fight that mm-hmm. it really works well for me. And they have yeah. such a cool they have such a cool design too, where I really like how Peter Jackson went with went, went with the idea that the dinosaurs evolved on their time on Skull Island. So he changed the designs to 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 match what they would evolve into in that environment. I really like that style of creature of creature design. And they have a really while they're definitely kind of monstery, it's in such a fun throwback way that I can't help but love it. If that makes sense, mm-hmm. yeah, it does. It's a really cool dinosaur design for sure. So yeah, those would be my my two. I'm gonna tie them because I like both for different reasons. All right, where there's favorite, there's least favorite. And Crash, I'll, I'll let you go first for your least favorite Kong monster. Least favorite Kong? Do I have a least favorite Kong monster? I guess. I was going to jokingly say the fucking snake from 76. I was, was going to say that one, too. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think it's a fault of the, the snake. I think it's just a fault that's in a really shitty movie and it's the only other monster. Yeah. So, so, yeah, poor snake. I give it to him for least favorite monster, I suppose. Yeah, same. <laughs> Ton is the same for you, I imagine. Yeah. Like, yeah, I can't really say any other monster. I would just, like... As much or more than the snake. <laughs> I snake's all just that yeah, whole just, fight. That sucks. <laughs> I, though his death was pretty cool. Classic jaw snap. But yeah. yeah, it's just like super gory too. I know. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty. Yeah, pretty gory. So that that was cool. But I was like, yeah, sorry, that's the only other monster in this entire movie. Yeah, giant snake. <laughs> Wait. Okay. <laughs> now this is a count. <laughs> I was going to talk about the giant octopus. <laughs> it's iconic though. Yeah, plus it's plus it's in a Godzilla crossover, so sorry, Crash. <laughs> the giant condor. No, wait, that's also Godzilla. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Not good. Giant. I don't know. We need more monsters are just giant monsters. Like, no special name. <laughs> Anyways. That pushes me into favorite effect. Ooh. Um, I feel this would be also kind of Maybe anonymous, easy. I don't know, but I I'd, I'd probably give it to like thirty three special effects. There, that's so iconic, so revolutionary. See, see funny enough, I was torn, but I'm, I'm actually going to give it to something else. So it's not even. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. For me, I would I would give it to thirty three just for how inspirational it was, how revolutionary, and how impressive it was for the time. Definitely. How it still is too. It looks yeah. great. Well, also Brian did a fantastic yeah. job. Put it and all he, and he re- Yeah, he he really birthed. The giant monster genre, considering how he did that and Lost World 25. So, indeed. So, yeah, I think for all those facts, it's probably my favorite effect from a King Kong movie. Okay, it's on. Yeah, 
I got to follow Crash. Sorry to beat Willis O'Brien's um, stop motion working. King Kong is 33 in Son of Kong. Just very gorgeous and really defined the giant monster genre. For me, it would be as great as, as the 33 stop motion effects are. I'm not going gonna, gonna, to deny that. I have to give it actually to Andy Serkis's mocap in Congo 5. I think that was like the first thing that really showed how mocap could bring to life non-human characters. And it really set the stage for stuff you get later on, like like TJ Storm's performance as Godzilla or Terry or Terry Terry Notary's performance as Kong in the Monsterverse. And beyond just those, you have stuff like the Clan Ape trilogy, which Andy Circus went on to help Jamie <laughs> I was grow. Every other Andy Circus mocap yeah. <laughs> So I so I feel like the Congo five on the CGI and mocap is just as important special effects in, in a sense. Yeah, I definitely am not going to disagree there. That was super impressive, super amazing as well. I think they're both very, like, what's the word, defining for their time, yeah. especially. So, yeah. Groundbreaking. Absolutely. And where there's favorite, there's least favorite, but I think this one might be unanimous for us. Least favorite effect? <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I, I, think it, I think it's going to be the snake again for all. Oh, I was going to say the animatronic from 76. Oh, good choice. <laughs> I, could, I forgot it. Okay, so 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 we have different ones. I'll go with that. Crash, go first. <laughs> yeah, that one, that was hilarious. We only seen a few scenes, but apparently that was supposed to be. We mentioned this. That's supposed to be the entire, like, the actual effect for the whole movie for Kong. Yeah, <laughs> and it's this really stiff-looking, uncomfortable, awkward King Kong in a in a little rig, like tied up, and it looks so jank. They do faraway shots, and he's just like sitting there, frozen like an animatronic at Chuck E. Cheese or some shit. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I kind of have to follow Crash. Um, that oh, animatronic in '76 is just bad, even worse than the snake. Because at least the snake has like the cool jaw snap moment. True. Animatronic mm-hmm. just kind of sucks. Well, you, <laughs> yeah. Now that now now that you guys reminded me, I feel I can't put the snake up to that. That animatronic is just too bad. That is like <laughs> unanimously the worst animatronic probably I know. in all in all of film history potentially. From a series that's very well like, known for its special effects, like throughout, it's really, really funny <laughs> how that goes. It's it's pretty damn bad. <laughs> Anyways, um, uh, that brings us to favorite cast of all the films. Hmm. Um, I would I'd say for me, my favorite cast would probably end up being the O five cast. All right, I think good the, most, the, the most developed and the most like strongest ones, and the most uh, what's the word? Not what <laughs> good for? I don't know. For, I, I'm forgetting if I can. Non racist. Non racist or non non sexist. Yeah, non <laughs> non problematic cast. There, there you go. Because I, because I, I, I the, the original cast there to be it's classic, but they have a lot of like. Elements that are like, uh, you know, Jack's kind of a massive fuckboy, but then you know, like Carl's cool. But I think 05 takes like a lot of the best of that and makes it like much more improved for the modern day, I'd say, mm-hmm. much less suspicious. Yeah. Really, really good cast and well developed all around. All the characters are much more fleshed out. <coughs> Excuse me, I so, yeah. think I feel like I feel like that might be unanimous. Am I correct? Uh yeah, though I would give a shout out to the Son Son of Kong cast. Oh, it's probably oh, my cool. yeah. I I really like the cast in Son of Kong. I would agree too. Yeah, because I, I feel like with Kong, I think there's a lot. This was a really fun series, I'd say for the most part. So yeah, like a lot of the cast, I do enjoy. Son of yeah. Kong was very fun. 
I like seeing Carl's character in that one. Like after yeah. the event of 33, it was really interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give a shout out to the Kong Shuri Shuri cast, though, because even though they are problematic, I think the acting in that movie is really good. I think Faye Ray and, oh, shoot, who was Carl Denham's actor again? Let me pull his name real quick. But yeah, that's something I'd also agree with. That's what I was saying. Like, I like the 33 cast for the most part, like, despite that stuff. You know, they're very. Oh, 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 oh yeah. Oh, okay. I was right. I'm a Robert, Robert Armstrong as, mm-hmm. as I'm a Carl Denham. Those two in particular, I feel like, make that cast really likable and fun. And even I'm a yeah, Bruce Bruce Cavett does his best, even though <laughs> yeah, even Jack though Cavett. Jack's problematic in that movie. <laughs> yeah, it, no, it's not Bruce Cavett's fault. Like, I mean, if the cast wasn't like enjoyable, it probably wouldn't be as like recognizable as it was. Yeah, for the most part. And so, yeah. this, and this time, I would ask least favorite if I think I know who is going to be everyone. <laughs> this is a very easy to figure out. Like questionnaire pattern. Me. <laughs> yeah. Seventy six's cast just sucks. So bad. The characters. Suck. I don't know how they made. Like, God, like they really fucked up the anarchotype there. She's so bad, and then yeah, fucking Dwan. Dwan. She's so bad. And Bruce. Not for, what's his name? Um, uh, Jack. <laughs> Jack. Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges. Yeah. yeah. Jeff Bridges yeah. character. Not Jack. Who? Oh no, no 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 no! Fine enough. He he is still Jack in that. He just has a lot. He has a different last name, name, right? Yeah. Yeah. Which is yeah, so weird to Jack. me. Yeah, it's, it's so weird. I don't know. But yeah, Jack, and he's just a really weird flip floppy character in that movie. Yeah. No actual. And, and and their equivalent of Denim is so unlikable. He's such an asshole, but without like the charming assholeness of like original Denim. So it's like or or uh, like or, or like the interesting nature of O five Denim. So he's just like. Yeah, a dick for no reason, and they kept Charlie of all characters for some reason. <laughs> they they kept bringing they kept bringing Charlie back. Charlie was in like fucking all the movies so far. It's really funny to think about. Until yeah, Kong Skull Island, which, 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 which didn't bring back anyone. <laughs> I know so. they're all dead. Yeah. Maybe maybe he existed. You know, you had the venture in the book. Maybe he was yeah. there. <laughs> maybe <What>? he was there. <laughs> the I only survivor. Go ahead. Oh no. I was just gonna joke. I guess having an Asian guy named Charlie and Kong Skull Island would have been <laughs> kind of an issue. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, seventy six cast just very unlikable. It's not fun to watch them. Yeah, it's they're not great. But anyway, speaking of caster, favorite human character, like individual. Yeah. Hmm, that's good question and i think i i'd have to give it to a denim okay. i don't know which denim either og denim or five denim because i think denim is besides like 76 i guess that's not denim as he's always <laughs> yeah. been the most like i think compelling and interesting character with his like motivations mm-hmm. and his like and his want to like do his yeah. project i've always es- found it really especially with um in particular with with 33 denim i like his character arc he gets with son of kong Mm-hmm. Yeah, same. I think that whole the King Kong and Tender Kong arc he has is really compelling. I'd say it interesting to watch to see how he like deals with that and grows from as yeah. a person. Don? Yeah, I'll probably have to give it to Carl Denham just kind of universally besides 76. Um, <laughs> he's kind of the strongest character in 33, Son of Kong, and in 2005 he's just really interesting. And um, But definitely give a shout out to the the female characters in this franchise, like Anne in 2005 and Hilda. See, 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 the funny thing is, I, I, I was going to say Anne is my favorite character. Because, <laughs> yeah, because, I, because even though, even though 33 Anne 
kind of loses a little bit of her spunk towards the end of that movie. I think that for her time, especially, she's a really fun female character. Mm-hmm. Not as good as not as good as Hilda afterwards, but I also feel like Faye Ray does a really good job with Anne. And then yeah. of course Naomi Watts is 05 Anne is such a good reinvention of the character for the for modern times where she's not just a damsel in distress for the second half. And <laughs> and they really make her have a really compelling relationship with um Kong in 052. Do I wanna give a shout out to <laughs> Linda Hamilton? Okay, no good, 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 good choice. I wasn't going to mention her, but good choice. But, 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 but my shout was going to go to Kyle Chandler as oh, Bruce Spencer because he's so funny in that movie. Like, was, I think Kyle <laughs> Chandler generally steals the scenes in in 05. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's really funny seeing him there. He's been in King Kong and Godzilla movies. What a man! <laughs> yeah, and then obviously. The most important character, well, is Charlie, as we just mentioned. <laughs> the best, <laughs> the most recurring King Kong character for some reason. Even when like, characters like oh. Denim, Jack, or Anne don't show up, he finds a way in there. I, know. I, I like how the writer's just like, we gotta get Charlie back. We gotta bring him back. He's important to the story. <laughs> but yeah, speaking of, but yeah, like I said, where's his favorite? So, least favorite, so fa- least favorite human character. I'd give it to Juan. She's so shitty. Yeah, I think this might be unanimous. <laughs> yeah. yeah, unanimous. Easily Duan. Duan just sucks. Mm-hmm. And like, and also, like, to preface, obviously it's not like the actor's fault. This was her first movie. Yeah, and luckily was. she did have a good career afterwards, but like, the way she's written and done in this movie is so poor. Juan is just such a weird, shitty character. <laughs> she's, a, she's a really weird um... Well, like, like the weird thing to me is, like, she's written as sexy, but then she's written as childish. She acts like a child. She acts so infantile. Yeah. yeah, it's very odd to me, and it's very disturbing. Yeah, but yeah, Ton, did they want to put in some some jabs at Juan before we move on? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, like you said, it's just like a um, legal woman uh, acting childish. is It's creepy when anime does it, and it's still creepy when live action movies do it. Stop doing it. <laughs> so, so moving on to funniest moment, intentional. Funny. <laughs> hmm. So favorite comedy bit. Hmm. That's a good question. Kong always has some funny parts, but I know, right? I'm, 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 I'm honestly kind of strong. Honestly, I feel like. For a comedy moment, I feel like I'd have to give it to like a scene from Lives. I'm trying to remember a specific one because King Kong Lives had a lot of really like yeah. silly, funny moments. Well, well, there's a lot. There's a lot of choices there. So yeah, that's what I'm trying to think of one. There's so many. <laughs> Damn! But if you guys can think of, of other ones, you can say that first while I try to remember. Well, for me, because 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 I'll, I'll I'll let Crash name one from from Lives. I'll say one from a five. And that's the scene where Bruce Baxter's posters get vandalized, and he's like, "Actually, I kind of like the mustache look. Like that bit is so funny." Yeah, okay, that that was really funny. I like that scene too. <laughs> you know, At first, he's like offended. He's like, "You know, actually, that actually kind of looks good on me." It's it's a like, really it, it just it. It was just a really funny comedy moment that stuck with me. There's a lot of lives too, but I'll, but I'll let Crash and Todd pull from lives <laughs> if they want to. I pull from lives too, but I just saw a really funny one. Mm-hmm. One of Kong's grabbing Anne in 33 and he shot a Kong with that goofy ass grab. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like a fucking laughing face. Oh, oh, oh okay, okay. The, the, I'm gonna. The, the, ton, 
That would actually be unintentional. I don't think that was meant to be a comedy <laughs> moment. Oh, oh. <laughs> I don't think so. I could be wrong. <laughs> I'm actually, hmm, I wonder now. Okay, I'll let it slide because I can't <laughs> prove that was unintentional. It might have been comedic. <laughs> okay. like, I, just... I have no way to prove it. <laughs> I know. It, that, that, that's a very classic but, but, yeah, comment. It is. But I mean, one from Lives, I just remember it was, um, it was like near the end of the movie and like they're having like big cookout like at the barn or whatever. Oh, yeah. Just talking. Just very casually while Kong's just like rolling up on them. He's not even aware. <laughs> there is so many moments oh, oh, oh. You, could say, you could say from Lives. Like just like you could think of like just some of them that came off my top of my head was the guy in the motorcycle driving super oh, yeah. away. <laughs> the moment where the guy the, where the guy hits the golf ball and the, the golf ball. ball. <laughs> then the one where the guys where, where the guy is showing off his dad's car to his friend. Oh yeah, oh, my dad's gonna kill me. <laughs> He's fucking like, like steps on it. Like there's just so many funny moments in lives. It's almost hard to pick. Just I know. Yeah. I'll take oh, uh, general. There's a lot of really funny scenes there. Yeah. Pounds as well. Which are, which are all on purpose, too. Exactly. Which is yeah. really funny for like a lot of the movies you watch where it's like a lot of moments that are not supposed to be funny and yeah. end up being funny. <laughs> Lives is like an intentional comedy. And I kind of enjoy that. But anyways. Yeah. yeah. Now it's time for funniest moment un- unintentionally. So not so nothing from Lives, I think, should be in here because I think Lives <laughs> yeah. is trying to be funny. Definitely. Unintentionally funny. Okay, I go. I just thought a really good. Yeah, one. yeah. Uh, the scene in Son of Kong where Hilda's letting all the animals out. Oh, <laughs> yes, that's a, okay. Okay, I, I don't want to steal the. I love, love the scene where the fucking seals are just like, oh shit, they're just like fucking like bouncing away, like while yeah. trying to get the bike. That's a good one. <laughs> oh well, what do they call it? Dancing monkeys and stuff. Oh, oh it was musical monkeys. And it oh, was yeah, like spinning, monkeys. spinning seals. It was I like some, something, something seals. Salacious seals. Salacious seals. Salacious seals. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that's check. a good moment. That is a really funny moment. <laughs> but yeah, prop, props to Hilda for like freeing all those animals immediately. I know, right? Eat out of there. I love that. <laughs> Unintentional. Okay. Yeah. I, do you think it's supposed to be funny? But I think the part in King Kong Escapes where the fucking sea lizards about to attack the ship. That's not. That is not meant to be funny. <laughs> okay, that I would, I would pick that for my choice because that kills me every time I see it. It's the way so it just, like, funny. Dunks all in the water. That was <laughs> so the fucking good. sound effect. Exactly. <laughs> if there's no music to it, just happens. He just throws it out, and you just, you just hear the sound. That's all you hear. I love it. It's so funny. I feel like for me, the unintended funny moment. Is when Kong in seventy six kills the helicopter. Not like kills the helicopter, destroys the helicopter. <laughs> and Jack's like, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> so funny in context. It's like, wow, Jack. Jack, what the fuck, man? That was an insult. That was an innocent man doing his job. What the hell? <laughs> I think so that moment killed me. <laughs> There's a giant ape scaling the fucking twin towers, dude. Why are you cheering him on? <laughs> Like, what do you think is gonna happen now that he killed someone? Like, now that I'm like, oops, we're gonna let him go. And now he's like, yeah. they're like, damn, that was our one guy. Oh well, let him go, guys. Kong is free. <laughs> Anyways, all right. So, favorite score. Ooh, hmm. You know, that's that's kind of a hard one. I think often that's hard. But I have to say, for me though, mm-hmm. and let me know if anyone else has the same opinion. I have to say, for me, it's Congo Five score. Yeah, Congo Five score is 
Yeah, I'm trying to think of the top of my head. I mean, 33 has that really classic. Yeah, 33's score by Max Steiner is really good. But Congo 5 score hits my sensibilities more because I'm a plebeian from the 19... Not from the 1930s. (laughs) (laughs) The Chad 90s days. Yeah, um, yeah, 05 is definitely really good, for sure. But I think... I like 33's just that classic style. All right. It's very good for the first team. But obviously, you know, hello props to 05 score as well. Yeah. It's all really good. Well, like for me, I feel like the track that really makes 05 score my favorite score is um the track for Kong's Death Scene. I think that that score really makes it for me. That's a really good name. Ton. Like eight parts. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Ton, you, you, you said you agreed, so you can talk about 05 score if you want to. Oh, uh, sure. Yeah. I just, I love the mix of different. Um, tracks for all the set set pieces of the movie. Yeah. Um, my favorite is probably the Skull Island tracks, that, especially the one that plays when they're chasing Khan through the jungle. And that awesome drum mm-hmm. jungle, drum beat starts playing. I, that always gets me pumped when I watch Kong Kong O Five. And 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 like what I feel like is impressive the Kong O Five score. It was written pretty last minute too, because Peter Jackson decided to replace the original composer for Kong O Five. Kind of late the game. So that, that really makes me impressed with it as well. Is how quickly mm-hmm. it was written. Yeah, yeah. Like, it was the same case for like Rogue One, I think, as well. It was yeah, like, yeah, it was. Yeah. The last second. yeah, yeah, because 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 I gonna just blocked out busy. So Michael Gino had to be brought in the last minute. Definitely very impressive. And before yeah. And before we move on, I want to give a shout to Henry Jackman because I feel like we were kind of mean to score in Kong Island. And not to bring big GVK into here, but uh, I've definitely appreciated Henry Jackman's score a lot more after GVK, is all I'll say. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I would definitely agree. Like, it's it, not that his score was bad, it just wasn't like the most memorable it does. <laughs> but yeah, props to him. <laughs> and, and you see, I, I'd ask Lee's favorite, but I don't think any Kong movie besides one of the Godzilla ones had a bad <laughs> score to it. Honestly, even lives. I think had like the most dull score. It wasn't bad. It was just the least, yeah. the least, m- 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 like it's so it was the least memorable of all. Definitely, yeah. I would say that all the scores here they do their job. They fit their scenes, even if they don't like stick with us. Like something that's like yeah. bad. I listen to it, like, oh wow, like this sucks. Or like this is really bastardized. Like no, it's just it's what. At worst, it's whatever. Yeah, which is how I feel about live score. It's not bad, but like it's the most yeah. in, it, like in the background. But I, I, I don't even feel like that counts as least favorite. Yeah, definitely. I would agree. Alright, so I shall move on then to favorite director. Ooh. I think me and Tom might have the same answer. Is that yeah. King Kong 05? Yes, Peter Jackson. <laughs> Peter ja- can't be Peter Jackson. And dude, Peter Jackson's freaking, freaking epic. Like, you can just tell how much he loves King Kong and King Kong 05. Oh yeah, as absolutely. Much- His passion he shows off yeah. so much. As as much as Jordan Bod Roberts is, is my boy, I, I I have to give it to Peter Jackson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Peter Jackson is excellent there. Um, yeah, it it'd be close. I don't know. It's weird because every time I think about the fact that Marion C. Cooper directed King Kong, I'm always reminded of how fucking whack all the rights are. It's so <laughs> crazy. <laughs> because I I just associate his name more with how like I like I said how insane like the rights issue has gotten mm-hmm. almost more than an actual movie. But at the same time, I think his directing is really strong in the original 33. True. So what got that sense of wonder and like awe mm-hmm. about Skull Island and all that stuff. So, yeah, it'd be close when Jackson, Marion C. Cooper, I'd say. 
right. and maybe just Mancy Cooper for like I guess starting it, you know, being yeah. the original one. Ton, do, 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 do you have anything you want to say about Peter Jackson? Before we move on. Oh, uh, just a. Uh... He's he's a he's a he's a goat. <laughs> it's hard to be him, <laughs> but I, I would give his sensibilities and his approach to remaking Kong King Kong is just so good. It's a ethos I kind of wish more directors would take when they make remakes. But, That's a movie that clearly has so much passion. I mean, he did that I, after he got like success from Lord of the Rings. He was like, okay, now yeah. that I have money to do what I want, I'm going to do King Kong because I love King Kong. I and know, it right? shows so much in that movie. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. All right. I would ask least favorite. But I feel like the only director who who who, who, who we would kind of pick on with that is the same six director, but he also did did King Kong Live, so he kind of redeemed himself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so it's yeah, I can't really be like this any director I hate. Even no. though he made one I don't like, like he made one I actually really did like and appreciate it. So like, yeah. I think all the directors give Kong their own vision for the most part, which same. I like to see. Yeah. Oh, shout out to John Goldman. You really pulled together after. (laughs) (laughs) Indeed. All right, so I'm I'm just going to move on then to favorite action scene for the humans. Ooh, for the human? Like, oh, oh, okay, like Skull Island scenes and shit. Yeah. Okay, yeah. That's pretty classic. Um, there's, <laughs> for some reason, my mind always goes to the, the humans getting fucking eaten by the Brachiosaur, and I'm so mad <laughs> that, that that never, ever happened again. Why did they never, ever have a man-eating Brachiosaur again? I'm so mad. <laughs> but I don't, I don't know if that'd be my favorite, but that's one I always think about and appreciate. Right. <laughs> I'm trying to think of one, but you guys can go. Ton? Um, as for me, um... I, there's one I like more, but I don't know if this would break the rules. So, save. I'm gonna, uh, with the helicopter fight in Skull Island. No, no, save that one. Okay, uh, so I'm gonna say the boneyard fight in Skull Island mm-hmm. when they fight the Skull really in the boneyard. All right, that one That's is so good. good. But definitely shout out to the, <laughs> all the crazy fights in '33, and definitely <laughs> all the action scenes in 2005. Yeah, wait, so many good ones. Absolutely. See, for me, I- I'm torn between two scenes. The Stegosaurus scene in 33, because it's so iconic, and it's like the first glimpse of dinosaurs you get in, in the entire franchise, and the bug pit scene in, in 05. Oh, okay. I was going to say that. You stole it. Okay. But whatever. <laughs> you can say it. <laughs> because the bug pit scene is so creepy, and it really works at, the, at that point in the movie. It's just such a great scene. There's so much, so many elements to it, and it really traumatized practically everyone who saw it, so... Shout yeah. out shout to Peter Jackson. He ex- he succeeded at giving everyone fear of of, of giant bugs. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I was going to say the bug pit one just because that's a really intense, hopeless, scary scene. Yeah. I'm just like, how are they going to get out of here? And like, they wouldn't have if the if fucking Baxter didn't come back. I know, so, right? That's a really great action scene for the humans. But yeah, there's just so many great ones. I mean, like the original Stegosaurus like scene, I think is a really classic introduction to Skull Island and like mm-hmm. its danger, which is really he's fucking massive. It's like yeah. 500 feet tall. <laughs> like one human does biggest spike. It's crazy. But um, yeah. All right. Say. Next up, I'm I'm gonna do favorite action scene for Kong, which is not a monster fight. <laughs> okay. Then I feel maybe it's I feel like you can't really fucking you can't be the Empire State Building like. 
That's okay. Kong fighting. That, that, that's not fighting that, a monster. That's just Kong doing something, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just anything which doesn't involve another monster or like okay. an animal. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I would give it to the Empire State thing. I mean, that's that's like peak Kong. I think when people think of King Kong, they're always thinking of him climbing that building. Thirty-three though, though Crash or O5. Um, I feel like they both do the same thing. I don't know. I don't know which one I pick because they're. I feel like they both kind of represent the same kind of essence of okay, Kong. Sure. What I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe thirty-three because the original, but O5 also has so much emotion to it. That's why I'm just like, I don't know. They're both so sure. iconic. All right, Ton, I think me and you have the same favorite one. Oh, really? Yeah. The helicopter fight scene in, in Yeah, the helicopter. Island. That scene is just so damn good. Jordan, I know, right? JVR just completely went off doing that scene. Um, but I definitely do really love the Manhattan, I mean, oh my God, Empire State Building <laughs> fight. Same. But the helicopter one, I think, has become like such a classic for Kong so quickly. It's just, it's so good. It's it's such a great intro for Kong in that movie, too. Like, just fantastic. It really does set the tone for Kong. And yeah. just how 180 the crew is about to go. <laughs> yeah. When they're just chilling on the island up, and okay, one second they're there. Next second they're all, like, fucking dead, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> and speaking of, moving on, favorite monster fight with Kong? Ton, just to say, is yours the same as mine? And mine being the 33 Rex fight. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was about to say that. Oh, wow. So, so it's unanimous then. I feel like that fight is so iconic because it's the first ever monster fight in cinema history. Mm-hmm. And also, the way it's shot, it's still super engaging. Like, you're watching, yeah. like, oh, shit, like, I'm invested in this fight. Like, it doesn't feel dated. It's just cool no. and exciting to watch. All right. All right. I have to correct myself on something because I just remembered the T-Rex fights a Ceratops scene in The Lost for 25. But the first monster fight that's not just two dinosaurs fighting each other. Yeah, like a, like a character. Like yeah. Not just a monster. Yeah. yeah it's it's just, just so iconic and well done, but continue to. Yeah, it's just one of those scenes that's like one of those effects that it just ages like fine wine. Just like yeah. some stuff you watch the older effects and so like, oh that's hasn't aged too well but there's just those timeless moments in movies and Kong 33's Rex fight is just timeless. You can watch that anytime and it'll look good. Plus plus the jaw snap has just become an iconic part of Kong. <laughs> like I, I like the fact that most of the directors generally always kept that in. Or uh, at least like some reference to it. Because that's just that's like a signature killing movie yeah. I would say. Yeah and, look, oh go ahead. No, like, if nothing else from an older Kong thing shows up, you're gonna see the just now. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, but um, I so, think with oh, Kong, oh, I was gonna say with fights, like there's yeah. obviously so many cool ones to like know, shout right? out to. I mean, like even like the the Gorosaurus fight, I think is also really yeah. Cool. That Gorosaurus fight is really cool. I like I like the fight with, with Mechanic Kong on, on the Tokyo Tower. Too. Oh yeah, Mechanic Kong, the fight there is great. Can't that one's re- re- really fun. Yeah. Uh huh, and even like I think the Skull Devil fight, I love. I yes, love yes, when he uses, I, was, I was gonna say. Uh, yeah, his tools like he fucking like slices them open. Yeah, I think all the Kong fights are really, really cool for the most part. Not N- not to mention the O five remake of, of the of the Thirty Three oh, fight yeah. by making it even more epic and insane. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, they did such a good job. Mm-hmm. All right, and that brings me to least favorite action scene. I'm curious what it'll be for you guys. I'll go first. For me, it's how Seventy Six did the log scene with Kong. <sighs> I, I forgot that team considered an action scene. <laughs> it's just, it looks so weird. 
and boring. And I don't know why they chose that scene of all the scenes to keep in from Sony Three. It just it's weird to me. I'm I'm not I'm not here. I mean, I think that that's like a really uh, classic scene. But the thing is, it's classic because of all the stuff around them and how like trapped they are. But there's like nothing really stopping them there from just going back. So it feels super like they're there to die on purpose. Yeah, like, it's conscious. Like it's so empty. They're just chilling there, but there's not even bugs in that pit. To be honest, I know, right? It's empty as fuck, but there's like trampolines and shit down there. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not dangerous at all. But um, yeah, I feel I, I feel like I'd have to agree, but I also kind of want to see if I can think of another one that's okay. not great. But that is a really poor action scene, one of the least exciting yeah. ones, easily. Ton. Yeah, um, I think it would probably be that log scene. It's just such a but down, not that exciting. Um, maybe the flame, can't find the flamethrower guys. Even oh, there. that's a bad one too. Yeah. <laughs> what else, guys? They're going AWOL. Oh, they can die now. It's okay. Mm-hmm. It's like somebody pointed out to them how badly that that looks at Kong exactly. murdering innocent soldiers. And they're like, okay, tell them the line about them going AWOL. But then they keep the helicopter being destroyed, so it doesn't matter. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. I guess yeah. all the, I guess just so 76 isn't like a least favorite free pass, <laughs> I will... I didn't have or something else. The, the dragon fight in Son of Kong. Oh, yeah, that one's not so great either. The one with yeah. Keek. I'm trying to remember that one. Yeah, Keek. Yeah. Keek fights a weird dragon thing. Yeah, that, that wasn't as good as when he fights the bear. Oh so yeah, good fight. Yeah, the budget you can definitely feel that budget in that movie and that dragon fight. Yeah. Unfortunately, a part of that. So, yeah, yeah. that mm-hmm. was not very impressive as much. But, Crash. Yeah. Did, did, um, did you think of one or no? Are you good? No, I did not think of one. <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> yes, I think I think seventy six is like scenes in general. Okay. Pretty, whatever. All right. So next, I'm going to move on to favorite Kong scene, which is not an action scene. So any favorite, so any favorite monster scene, which is not action one. Hmm. So just Kong, Kong moment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Indeed. Crash. I kind of have a feeling of what you're going to say. I'm curious if you're going to say it now. Ooh, like just like so Kong scene without any action scenes. Yeah. Okay, I think I I'll, I'll say a different one because that one really caught me. If you saw the episode, but I think Kong's death scene in Live. I knew it. I knew it. Was <laughs> that. I don't know why, but it made it made me cry. I was invested enough to feel real emotion there, and it really hit me and surprised me, especially considering what was going on in that movie. But they grounded it just well enough to where you could still feel serious and invested in it, and that that scene really stuck out to me. So I, I'd give it to that. Ton. <laughs> yeah, um, Kong's death and Liz is really good, and I'd also give a shout out to um. Oh man, there's so many good moves. Moments in Congo Five, but I know, right? Probably... It's kind of hard nailing it down. But I'm curious: is it is, is it going to be his death scene too for you? Uh, his death scene so good, but also I, I... go ahead. You know, you know, I was gonna say the moment when him and um Anne are on his mountain, but mm-hmm. I think a stronger one is probably when he takes Anne up the Empire State Building and then sign languages to her that. That one, that's really oh yeah, special. that's a good one. For me, I'm actually kind of torn. I'm torn between either his death in 05, which is like like the peak of that movie, but also I really love the scene of him and Anne in the snow in New York. Oh, that's a great one too. Because it's a nice little down moment for them both. 
And it really works at connecting you to Kong and Anne in that moment. I really like it. Yeah, yeah. All right, so moving on. Favorite human scene with just the humans? Humans? What? In my <laughs> monster movie? It's <laughs> um, a good question. Like just between humans, I guess. Is yeah. Moment. Yeah. Um, like, you know, actually, I'm trying to think. I in my mind, I'm thinking of it's probably another denim scene. So, like I said, I think denim's interactions and like his morals, especially when he's really down, are really interesting to see with the way he interacts with like his crewmates or cast and the way he tries to justify his actions. Okay, that's more like 05 denim, I guess you could say. Yeah, but um, yeah, I feel like I probably have to go to some Kong 05 human scene. I feel like okay. I think the most developed there. But for me, in my mind, I'm thinking of like, oh, fuck, what was that scene? Where when Den Den was talking to somebody and they're like, and I think they get his neck for being like, did you say the same thing about that other guy? Oh yeah, where they're call, like calling Denim out on his kind of like. Oh yeah, I, I, it's it, it's hard to describe, but but but, but, I, know, <laughs> but I know what you're talking. Yeah, about. It's, it's after it's after the fish scene. I He's believe. calling him out after his delusion, pretty much, like being like, "You're you're you're going this far for this one person, all because you want to finish your movie." I think it really yeah. showcases like Denim sort of how much he's descended like kind of into madness in a way and just wanting mm-hmm. to get this finished. Son. Mm-hmm. Uh I'm gonna kinda cheat here. Uh, uh-huh. cause I don't know, so many good moments, but I really like kind of the boat scenes in both thirty three and oh five. Okay. Just I really love the interactions and banter between all the characters. Mm-hmm. And thirty three I really like how you kind of see Anne coming to her own as an actress. And oh, then in yeah, 2005, sure. how they really expanded that and included her romance with Jack. This is really one of my favorite bits for what's usually kind of the slow bit of a movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For me, I would say my favorite human scene is actually not from anything from 05. I'm actually going to say from Skull Island, I really love the bit of Packard in his office when we get introduced to him. I think it's such a great um, a setup for what's going to happen later on, and it really starts off that idea of a man who's lost who's lost his wars and looking for something to win. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's, that's a great introductory scene, for sure. But I do want to say I love all the human scenes in 05, too. <laughs> yeah. Right. I'm trying to remember another character moment. I think another character moment I really like is um probably from Son of Kong. Ones with, I think the ones where Denim's talking with somebody, just kind of like reflecting on his failures and how he's like not sure like where to move on from that and trying. Oh, to that's a good one. Because like that that was really surprised to get that from Son of Kong. I thought it was just going to be like, oh, well, there's another Kong LMAO. Mm-hmm. So getting to see like more like in depth discussion of like Denim after that movie was really interesting. All right. Does anyone have a least favorite human scene they want to bring up, or are we good? Least favorite? Uh, yeah. Anything with, with Juan and Jack. Yeah, probably. exactly. So, favorite human villain. This one's tough for me, because I have two... I, I actually have three in mind. Actually, depending on how you view it, four. This is actually hard. Compared to Godzilla, where it was kind of hard to name a favorite, this one's hard to just narrow down to just one. Yeah, I so, can think of a good... Few villains from so, here. So, 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 I'll let you guys go first, so I can pick a different one. I'm gonna crash. You can go first. Yeah, I'm trying to think because I, like looking back, I think there's a lot of interesting villains throughout this series. Surprisingly, yeah. but uh, I think one that 
I keep thinking about it that it reminded me a lot was probably a Madame Piranha from King Kong Escapes. Oh, good choice. She was, she was really, yeah, she was really interesting and really compelling too. Uh, especially I, for um, King Kong, like based on a cartoon, I was really surprised yeah. to see how they adapted those characters. And that I think she was really interesting. And when she died, I was generally like, "Oh shit!" Like she's actually dead. I know, right? She's she's surprisingly deep and compelling. Yeah. Ton. Yeah, man, for was really good. Oh, I'm gonna steal one from you, Faye. Oh, Packard. <laughs> yes, I knew it. I knew that was. You can find another one. <laughs> yeah, Packard's just such a good villain. I love his arc. Um, Samuel Jackson, like I said in the Skull Island episode, is just such a great actor. He really brings that character to life mm-hmm. in Skull Island. For me, I'm going to name off the two I have left. One is, of course, Doctor Who, because he's such a fun villain. He's a really great ad- adaptation of a cartoon villain because he still mm-hmm. may- maintains that sense of cartooniness, but in a good way. While still dramatic. being... Yeah, while being surprisingly threatening. Absolutely. King Kong Escapes did a really great job with this character. I think we yeah. kind of slept on that, but I think the character is really interesting in King Kong. Mainly yeah, the villains. Yeah, I, I feel kind of bad for King Kong Escapes and King Kong Lives because I think we really like them, but they're <clears> just those two in the middle ones, so they yeah. didn't get brought up as much. Yeah, but they have really good elements in them. Absolutely. And my other choice was going to be um, uh, Randa John Goodman. From oh Tom's yeah, Island. I forget he's technically like uh, he's, he's I guess not he's a, a villain, villain but, he, but he's antagonistic. Yeah. especially because he didn't fill people in on what was going on there. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And John Goodman is just so good in that movie, even sure. though he gets killed off, in my opinion, a little bit too early. I feel mm-hmm. like um, uh, his he's his stuff with um, uh, Samuel L. Jackson in particular is really good and really well acted. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, and I want to give I want to give a shout uh-huh. out to <laughs> the co- the comically really fail a comically failure of Hellstrom of how much he failed. Oh yeah, he's so funny because he, he tries to get a mutiny, and then the guy's like, "Why would we get rid of the good Captain and keep you? You suck. You're also going with that." <laughs> and just and, and like seeing him try to like be evil and get away and like fail like every time. It's really cracks funny. me up. Then he dies to a sea monster. <laughs> yeah, that was a classic. All right, least favorite human villain. I think we all know who it's going to be. Uh, the guy from Seventy Six. <laughs> yeah, the Denon analog Frank, <laughs> whatever his name is. He's just really boring, really bad, like generic evil oil executive. He wasn't even supposed to die in the original script, yeah. right? <laughs> but yeah. people hate him so much, they're like, oh, whatever, just kill him off. It's whatever. <laughs> Anyways, does anyone have anything they want to... Oh, well, I guess ton specific. Does you have anything you want to add about Frank? Or should we move on? Uh, no, nah, I think we're probably <laughs> Frank, Frank sucks. Uh, though I guess shout out to the 05 Skull Islanders. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Cool. Indeed. Duh. Oh, goodness. So, so speaking of, before we, before we close out, does anyone have anything they want to ask about? Oh, yeah. Um, question. Or okay. About? Favorite racism moment? Oh, no, crash. <laughs> 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 it had to come up in the last episode. I know, but there was no way to do it naturally, so I was just going to skirt by you. racism. <laughs> <laughs> you can pick a least favorite racism moment. I'm not judging. <laughs> Crash. <laughs> okay, favorite racism moment, definitely King Kong 05 native. Oh my really? god. 100% on the racism scale. Great job. Crash, you were you're terrible. 
So we're not canceled. So we're not going to crash. Crash is Latino, and he's and he's not, and, and he's not a white Latino either. Just, <laughs> it's, it's okay, guys. It's okay. I swear. I'm joking. It's a joke. I don't like racism. Not racist. I swear. Crash. Oh my goodness. Least favorite racist moment is definitely Skull Island because there was no racism there. So that was pretty shitty. I gotta say. Go fucking crash. It's a good thing this is our last episode for a while. You couldn't have <laughs> talked about the men that the fact that nobody says King Kong or Skull Island the same. Oh, you had, you yes. had to make you have to make that be your parting joke. <laughs> well, okay, nope. I can have two parting jokes. I'm sorry for that, everyone. He he he's gonna be fired. The when we start camera, you'll have Pokesaurus instead. What? You can't replace me, Pokesaurus. I can't believe you do that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, what? I guess I can just say it again. But I fucking hate that they're not consistent with King Kong and Skull Island. I. <laughs> It makes me so mad. Not actually. It's just really funny to think about that they never ever said Kung Kong Skull in the same movie. Really, really weird. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. Um, I guess closing thoughts now. I guess I think we rounded up pretty well. Yeah. Um. Uh, well, first off, we have to do favorite Kong movie. Oh yeah, I forgot our list. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. Uh, what's your favorite Kong movie? Crash before before we do our list. Um, it's really close, but I would probably give it to King Kong 33. I think oh, it's just wow. it's, it's such a classic. I think it's really important, and obviously a lot of elements have not aged very well in it, but I think when you look at it through that lens of being able to understand of what it was for its time, I think it's obviously a very important and iconic movie, but it's really close up there with 05 for me. Mm-hmm. Ton? Uh, Kong 05, it's just, just about 33 for me. Those two are just kind of the definitive King Kong movies, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I love both, but I think Peter Jackson just did such a good job with Kong 2005. So despite my issues with it, I have to give it to that movie. Yeah, for me, Kong 33 is my favorite. I'm a, no, no, oh, actually, no, I, I misspoke. <laughs> I meant to say Kong of 5 is my favorite. Because I feel like it's just the encapsulation of everything that the Kong story can be. Especially when you have a very passionate director. Who knows mostly what to change? Not everything. Like <laughs> the natives, not it's not it. But everything else in that movie. I love the dinosaurs. I love Skull Island in general. In that movie, Kong is such a great flesh out character. I love old. I love almost all the characters in that movie. It's just such an excellent film. It's one of my favorite. Oh my giant monster films in general. It's in my top twenty giant monster films. So yeah, I'm my least favorite. I think it's we're thinking of unanimous here. Yeah. Kong sucks. <laughs> Easily. It just sucks. Yeah, I think I think look comparing 05 and 76 is a good way to see like how to do a remake of the original. Yeah. Well, like what things to change and what not to change. Yeah. Crash did the deal on a um annihilate yeah. Kong Kong 76 oh. for us. Oh. <laughs> I think I think I did that pretty well in the 76 episode, but it's just like <laughs> It's a very confused movie, not really knowing what to like, what to keep, what to change, and then being very flip floppy on that and creating a very incoherent mess yeah. of like ideas, of, of concept of trying to stray too far from the source of material, but also at some points clinging way too hard to it. It's just very, very messy. Mm-hmm. All right. So, rankings wise, I'm going to say you guys can do one without. The Godzilla films and one wit if you want. You don't have to. Okay. I had I had mine with the Godzilla films included. Okay. 
All right. Okay, so mine was King Kong 33, number one. King Kong 05, number two. Kong Skull Island, number three. Four is King Kong Escapes. Five was King Kong Lives. Six was Son of Kong. Seven was King Kong versus Godzilla. And eight was King Kong 76. All right. Do you want to include Godzilla versus Kong on there, or are you going to leave it all? Uh, probably put that above King Kong 76. Okay. Unfortunately. <laughs> Done. Yeah, um, so I'm going to include the Godzilla crossovers here just because that's how I have it on my list. But Number one is King Kong 2005. Number two is King Kong 1933. Number three is Kong Skull Island. Number four is Godzilla versus, I mean, King Kong versus Godzilla. Let me get that right. <laughs> number five is King Kong Escapes. Number six is King Kong Lives. Number seven is Son of Kong. Number eight is Godzilla versus Kong, and number nine is King Kong seventy six. For me, my number one is King Kong five. Number two is King Kong versus Godzilla. Number three is King Kong thirty three. Number four is Kong Skull Island. Number five is King Kong Escapes. Number six, King Kong Lives. Number seven, Son of Kong. Number eight, Godzilla versus Kong, and number nine, King Kong seventy six. All right, so Crash, do you want to give us your closing thoughts on the Kong franchise? Yes. So I will admit, going into this, I was kind of expecting a decent amount of it to be like, okay, like shitty King Kong sequels or movies. But in the end, I have to say, I was really, really pleasantly surprised with how much I enjoyed watching all the Kong movies. I had so much fun with them. There was a lot of upsets in a good way, like King Kong Lives, stuff I didn't really expect. Yeah. Stuff like King Kong Escapes, which I really didn't know what to expect going into. That was a lot of fun. Getting to rewatch like 05 and seeing how much, how great that was after so long. Again, seeing new takes, you know, like King like Kong Skull Island, like Lives, like I mentioned earlier. So overall, I think, I don't know if there's a stigma behind like the Kong series, but I would say it's a lot of fun to watch. And I say there's a lot of really good stuff here that you get enjoyment out of. So I'd say it was a blast watching the Kong mm-hmm. series for the most part. And I'd easily recommend most of them. Tom? Uh, yeah, I got half the Echo Crash. Going into this, I kind of expected it to be um, King Kong 33 in a big black hole until we got to <laughs> King Kong 2005 and Skull Island. Same. But I've enjoyed more of these, most of these movies more than I have enjoyed. Like, the only one I can definitively say I didn't enjoy was 76. And for, it's just, um, it's interesting to see how Kong has changed and remained the same over the years. He's, doesn't have as big of a legacy as Godzilla, but he still has a very complex legacy. There's so many different um, interpretations and styles to these movies, yet they all kind of have that same heart to them. Because even 76, which I dislike, just has that kind of adventure movie um, heart to it that yeah. very few movies have, especially in this modern period. Um, King Kong is fun. A great character. I love watching his movies. I hope we see more King Kong movies in the future and people continue to experiment with the creature and um, bring back dinosaurs. <laughs> yes, easily. Come on, guys. <laughs> For me, I have to agree, I have to agree, agree with you guys. When I was coming into this, I was honestly kind of dreading it <laughs> because for me, I saw something <laughs> Kong 73. Then, then I had a good feeling about Escapes, but I wasn't sure. And then I said, it'll be suffering until 05 and Skull Island. But I ended up liking more of these movies than I disliked. 
like honestly, I liked seven out of out of like I liked six out of seven of these more than I did Godzilla vs Kong, which <laughs> if you told me I would not have expected. Even movies I have been previously more more lukewarm on, like Son of Kong, I really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. I think I think it was a show like yeah no absolutely I think like just like I said I think with some movies there's definitely kind of stigma and obviously some of that is earned for some movies but I think it just shows how different actors like watching something can really change your perspective yeah. on it which seems kind of obvious but like I think a lot of people don't really know that yeah especially yeah, but... I, I feel like with older movies too where it gets kind of ingrained into a yeah. popular consensus. Specifically, I feel like Crash Me and you talking about King Kong lives. Yeah, absolutely. Go, I, I, because that movie, like the worst thing ever. Yeah. It's such a you. punching bag. It has a 0% of Rotten Tomatoes. And I know we got into it on the King Kong Lives episode, but that one was just such the biggest surprise to me. Mm-hmm. How much how much we enjoyed that. Not even ironically, just like, yeah, yeah. that's fun. Exactly. And I, I think it shows our underdog King Kong character. Which yeah. like for a series. <laughs> yeah. All right. So this has been the Kong Roundtable. Thank you guys for listening. This is actually our final episode. We're going to be recording until June. It's kind of not to be watched the entire Godzilla series and the entire Kong series. I know. <laughs> starting, from, start, starting, starting from July. I have to thank Crash for being a trooper on this. <laughs> it was so much fun. Got to see so many things I never expected to actually see in my life. So it was great. And also Ton for coming along on, on this journey, even though he had seen a decent amount of these so far. <laughs> no problem. It's been, it's been so fun revisiting these movies. I have such a love for them, so I could watch them again and again. And and I also want to say thanks to all of our guests who came on for the Kong Roundtable. I think I did a thanks for the Godzilla Roundtable guests at the end of that one coming out. So you'll, you'll see that there, but for... Um, uh, all of our Kongas who came on, I really appreciate it. It was a lot of fun. Pokes, of course, who's with us on the channel, so he kind of has to be. RF, um, Dan for coming back. Rob, Slashy Boy Shimoy, Aqua Slug. You guys were all really great to have on, and it was so much fun being able to get people on for Kong, especially so last minute. So thank you again for coming on. Thank you to everybody for listening. Like I said, we're not going to be recording anything new until June, but as you know, the last Godzilla Roundtable episode release was fucking Hidora, which is number like <laughs> 11 in the franchise, so there's plenty more Godzilla Roundtable coming out. Indeed. But this will be, be our last time recording for now, so thank you for listening, and for the final time in terms of new recordings until June, have a good night. <laughs>